You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are right now in the third installment of our Knowing God series and I hope that you're learning a lot because in our knowledge of God, uh, I believe with all my heart that the more we know God and the more that we do understand who He is, the more that we can trust Him. That I am highly convinced that this year will not be a perfect year. We will have a lot of challenges that will come our way. But if you know God, you know that you are going to walk in security and in confidence. So our goal is that you understand who God is and you know Him. And thus, roughly about two weeks ago, we did talk about God's glory from the book of uh, uh, Psalm chapter 8. And about uh, a week ago, we did talk about God's goodness from uh, the book of uh, uh, Psalm chapter 34. And today, we'll talk about God's generosity from uh, uh, chapter 65 of the book of uh, Psalms. And next week, we'll talk about God's graciousness and God's greatness. This is a five-week series in the book of Psalms. And the book of Psalms are mostly written by King David, a man after God's own heart. So the question that we need to ask ourselves, why do we have to take a closer look of what David uh, uh, wrote? Thus, I, I will uh, really unravel what the Lord has in store for all of us, that God has a message for all of us, that we're not just attending a gathering just for us to be entertained, but I hope that as we start our week, God will give us uh, really that security, and as we face the year, that God, uh, the Lord will give us that level of confidence that though things might not work the way we want it to be, we know that we have a great God. So about a week ago, just like what I mentioned, we uh, did talk about God's goodness. How many of you here are thankful that napakabuti po ng Panginoon? That though we're not good, right? Can we give God the glory for that? That though we're not good once in a while, we can trust that God is good. Because the goodness of God is not based on how good you are. The goodness of God is based on His nature. Whether you like it or not, even though you are faithless, God will remain faithful. Even though we're not good, God will always be good. Napakabuti po ng Panginoon because this is really part of His nature. This is part of His character. And today we'll talk about God's generosity. How many of you here are fully convinced that God is generous? And the problem with uh, uh, a lot of us here is that we uh, would qualify God's generosity based on the things that you want, based on the things that you don't want. If God doesn't grant your request, and if, if God doesn't grant whatever you want, you tend to what? You tend to take it against God, that God is not really generous. You're getting it all wrong. And I will uh, really uh, talk about uh, this chapter that will uh, probably shed light on the generosity of God, because I'm telling you right now, and I'm highly convinced that Really, God is generous. God is a God who's for you and He's not against you. So I hope that this afternoon will be uh, really the starting point in uh, where you will discover that indeed God is always for you. So Psalm 65 has a lot to do of uh, the people's celebration. In fact, King David is celebrating concerning how the Lord has blessed them uh, through uh, the things that uh, He has blessed the people of, 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 of God. And this is a celebration of the harvest and what the Lord has uh, really uh, given them. But, but the people during the time and some of the people, they would uh, really um, overlook that it was the God of the universe, the, the God of, 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 of Israel that has blessed their nation because they still adhere to the whole idea that there is a small God, small red, uh, God, or mga Diyos-Diyosan po, kung saan really they would... Uh, uh, offer rituals and sacrifices in order for these small gods to bless yung kanila pong mga pananim. And this is why uh, the psalmist would want to contradict or uh, uh, nullify the misconception 
uh, that this is not the working of smaller gods. This is what the God of Israel has done and would want uh, to do in their midst. And declaring that indeed it was the work of God. Thus, you will see right here in, in, in the book of Psalms that David was really uh, declaring and attesting to the goodness of God. So let me read right here in Psalm 65. If you have your Bibles, turn it. Verse 1. Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion. And to you shall vows be performed, O you who hear prayer. To you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas, the one who by his strength established the mountains, being girded with might, who steals the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows and abundantly settling its ridges, softening it with showers and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. Now that's a lengthy passage, but it speaks of the goodness of God. And I'm fully convinced this year will be a great year. That we will witness the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Amen. Can you join me in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you that indeed you're good and you're generous. And we just can't help, Lord God, but look forward and anticipate and be excited of what you have prepared for your people. Thank you that indeed you are a generous God. And we just can't help, Lord God, but rejoice this afternoon that we have a God who is consistently generous and faithful. We give you all the glory for what you've done and what you're about to do in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. The generosity of God is what makes all the difference. And the reason why I really would want you to hear me loud and clear with this statement, because at the end of the day, I am thankful that God is simply validating and would want to send a message of security that I am generous whether you change your posture. Isn't that amazing? This is what makes all the difference, that we have a God who's generous, that our God does not perform based in your own performance. That the performance of God is always based in His nature. That the performance of God is not depend if you're good or you're bad. God is not Santa Claus, right? That you have to be good so that you will what? What kind of song is that? That you have and you deserve, okay, the things, okay, that you deserve. The basis of your character, okay, or the basis of God's character is not based if we're really good. God says, I am generous, and this is why it is important that we hear God, because there are times that we don't feel like that God is indeed generous, but God is simply saying, I'm generous, and because I am consistent with my posture that I'm generous, I will continue to be generous. And the question that we are asking ourselves, is God really generous? Will God be generous to me? Last year, God wasn't really generous. Because you what? You, you tend to qualify the generosity, ang kaputihan pa na Panginoon, based on the things that you want. Hindi ako binigyan ng Panginoon ng magmamahal sa akin. God is not good. My message to you, 
kapit lang bes. Because at the end of the day, we don't know what the Lord has in store for all of us. And I'm telling you right now, not everything that you want should be granted because at the end of the day, God knows the future. It can possibly hurt you, am I correct? God is a good God and He's so generous by preventing the things that you want okay, to come into pass because it will hurt you. Isn't it amazing? So this is what David said and this is what David expressed. Praise is due to you, O God in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. And the reason why David would want to praise God, because we, if we take a closer look here, the basis of how David would want to praise God is not based on his condition. It's easy to praise God when things are doing well. When you're in love, do you understand? Praise the Lord, O Jesus, I love you. When, when you're... When you're financially blessed, oh, hallelujah. It's easy to worship God, but when things doesn't go your way, that's the test if you know God. And the basis of us praising God and worshiping God is not based on our condition, that everything is doing well, I can praise God. Huh? I don't know if you can relate with me. I've been married for about 11 years. Just like what I mentioned, my, my wife loves me so much. Yes. By the grace of God. Make a long story short, I mean, there are days that, that we're not okay because, of course, we, we, we have this passionate discussion. We don't fight for Christians. I'm just kidding, okay? We have discussions. And, and though there's a tension in, in my marriage, never did it cross my mind that I want to walk away from this relationship. I'm committed to be with her every step of the way. What's my point uh, here? That though we're, we're not okay, I would think of, of, of our dinner. I would think of, of what I can give her. How can I appease her? How can I please her? Why? Because I know my wife. That though things are not doing well, I can still say, God, I have committed myself to be with this woman in sickness and in health. Why am I saying that? Because my relationship with her is not based on what she can give or what she provides. So if you are right now are contemplating to be in a relationship and you're telling me, Pastor, I want to be in a relationship because she's texting me every time I text her. That's not, that's not a relationship centered in the Lord Jesus Christ. That is a consumer type of relationship. That you only would want to provide what the other party needs when the other party complies to what you want. And this is what David is simply saying and expressing here. There are days I believe that God is not really that good. But David, if you look at the book of Psalms, that he would keep on praising God because the basis of his worship to God is not his situation. He believes that God is faithful, that he believes that God is good. And I'm telling you right now, this year, you will witness the goodness of God. Amen. Amen. Come on now. Oh, you who hear prayer, to you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. And I'm highly convinced David is so conscious of, really, the system that they have in Israel. And he believed that if you are offering animal sacrifices to atone your sins, you are what? You're simply saying, I'm a sinner, I need to be forgiven by God. Thus, I need to offer animal sacrifices. And I'm really thankful for this passage, because this passage is what? It's a message. In fact, it's a prophecy. The more than just... The animals that can pay off the things, okay, or the wrong things that you've done and to pardon you from sins, this is a message that looks forward that there is a God who will fully, eventually address sin. This is a beautiful passage 
This is why in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 27, what David said, okay, it is reflected right here. He has no need like those high priests. Offer sacrifices daily. To offer sacrifices daily. First for his own sins, then for those of the people, since he did this once for all when he offered up himself. We're talking about Jesus Christ here. That he did it once and for all. In the Old Testament, every time you sin against God, you what? You have to look for animals. Not your husband, okay? Animal ka, animal ka. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that you offer sacrifices and you have to buy an animal. But the Word of God says, uh, states in the New Testament that we are all sinners. All of us, right? Sinners, right? Yeah. Nobody's exempted. And the Word of God states that once and for all, Christ paid a penalty of sin. That Christ paid all. That you don't have to contribute in what Christ did on the cross. Because only in Christ that our sins are fully atoned. And some of us here, just like me, roughly about 23 years ago, I, I, I thought that if you're nice, this adds up to my salvation. Whether you like it or not, our righteousness are like filthy rags. Check the, the word of God. Even though you're good, I'm telling you right, you're going to hell. Because you cannot save yourself. Am I correct? I'm religious, you cannot. I'm, I'm going to church. That is just, okay, not going to, not, not, that, that will not qualify. That you deserve to go to heaven. It is only in what Christ did on the cross that He gave Himself that you're forgiven. That you're atoned for. That you are made righteous. Amen. So there is nothing that you can do. Before I was like that. That I want to, to do good things in order for me to even just make it to the porch of heaven. But I'm telling you right now, all of us, even with one sin, we're going to hell. But Christ says right here that all of us has been forgiven based on what Jesus did on the cross. This is the kind of life that we have in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. It's written right here, Among whom we all once live in the passions of our flesh. Mbuhay po natin. Okay, kasama ng ating mga laman. Carrying out the desires of the body and the mind and where by nature children of wrath. Like the rest of mankind. We are recipient of God's wrath. We are God's enemies because of our sins. But, say the word but. Single T, okay? Just want to advise you, okay? God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loves us. He's not just merciful. He's rich in mercy. And if you check the Bible and if you check really uh, the commentaries and you read thoroughly when you say rich in mercy, somebody you cannot exhaust His mercy. If somebody is rich in beauty, you, you can't, you can't, matulog, pumikit, gumising, ang ganda. Kahit sa angulo. Napansin niyo ba? Pag nagsiselfie, ito nagahanap ng angulo. Wala ko kayo nakikita nagsiselfie yung sumusuka. They have to check themselves. Diba? And they have to make rapid shots. Diba? 30 and pick from all the 30 shots. What's the good angle right here? What's the best part? Because we know that there is an angle that you don't look awesome. Right? There's an angle. There's always an angle. Do you understand? <laughs> At the end of the day, a person rich in mercy, everything about him is merciful. May napansin ba kayong mga talikogenic? Yung guwapo lang pag nakatalikod? ba? May mga malayogenic. Yung malayo lang pag... Gwapo lang pag malayo. That's not... 
who God is, that God is merciful from, from, from different angles because He's rich in mercy. And I'm telling you right now, you can count on Him. So He's not just merciful, He's rich in mercy. And His love is just unconditional. And this passage proves one thing. That God is the only one who can save us. Because He's the only one qualified to pay for our sins. And to purchase us from the dominion of darkness. And bring us to the kingdom of the Son that He loves. God is our Savior. Let me continue. Verse 4. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple, to dwell in your courts. That, God is, uh, that, that David is simply saying that I am blessed because I'm in your courts, I'm in your presence, I'm in your area of influence. That I can call myself blessed, though I don't have everything in life. And I'm telling you right now, just like my question about a week ago, God can provide everything that you want, everything that you need, but in the absence of God, you will not be happy. Second question, how much is enough? And that is always our posture. Pag binigyan na ako ng Panginoon ng bagong asawa, sasayan na ako, bago. Nagbago ka ba? At the end of the day, we have a lot of things that we're asking God for. But you need to understand, the things that you're hoping and desiring for, I am not against it, but at the end of the day, if you, oh, you have a problem with your relationship with God, you'll have a problem with everything. Let me say that once again. You can have all the money in the world. If your relationship with God is in trouble, everything will be in trouble. Because everything that we do in life springs from our relationship with God. That's the reason why if you don't know God, you're in for great trouble. Because your knowledge of God will determine the kind of life that you have. So when the going gets tough and this year, everything will not work well. Yes, I wish it would be perfect. But 2017 will not be perfect. But as long as you are in the presence of God... Nothing can hurt you. Amen. 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 Can we give Him the glory? We shall be satisfied with the goodness. Because nothing in this world can satisfy you. So if you adhere to the lie that indeed I will be satisfied because I have a good career, I look good, I have a good profession, I'm, I'm, I'm well connected, you're getting it all wrong. Without God, you're empty. And the funny thing about this is that you will act like, talk like, jump like, smile like, as if everything is doing well. I've been in that situation where I go home and I pause for a while, though I have accomplished a bit. I would retire at night and ask myself, what is the meaning of life? Because in the absence of God, you will never walk in satisfaction. But even though you don't have much, you're limited with the presence of God. Lahat may kulay. Napansin ba? Nakangiti ka, parang baliw yung... Because that's what you call relationship. Remember the day that you fell in love with your wife? The day. And I hope it's every day. You're enjoying the moment. Why? Because though everything is not provided, you are in that relationship. And it's thrilling, it's exciting to be in that relationship. And when you have a relationship with God, everything becomes exciting. Everything has, has meaning. Can you relate with me? 
the day that you fell in love, yung, diba yung para-para dumaan lang? Before, you don't, you don't appreciate things. But when you, the day that you came to know the Lord, the day that you have experienced God's love for you, the day that you have sinned the goodness of God, the day that you have repented of your sins and turned to God, naman yung para-para lang. Can you relate with me? A week after coming to know the Lord and you're reading your Bible, naglalakad ka, parang, ano ba to? It's exciting. And I don't know with you, I've been a Christian for 23 years. Lord, I'm, I'm just thankful that you're so good to me. I just can't help but give you illustrations and examples. But my prayer is that you experience God. It says right here in verse 5, By awesome deeds you're you answer us with righteousness, O God, our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. And the reason why David was simply saying that I hope that I can declare your glory because the day I came to the Lord, just like what I mentioned a while ago, that you're not just enjoying the moment, you're not just smiling, you're not just, you're not just happy. You want to tell people about your experience with God and they will find you ridiculous. How many of you here can relate with me? Because when you have a relationship with God, you can't help but tell. Remember, you fell in love with your boyfriend or your, your husband. And you're keeping it from your friends and your family members because you don't want to tell them. Because you, you I don't know for what reason. Pero yung kita, yung, you're in love and they, they, they can see it in your eyes. Yung, that, that's what... An experience can can do. You you don't open your mouth, but mm. <laughs> why? Uh, because our our relationship with God is something that it is never just for our private consumption. You will tell people about it, and this is what King David is saying: that our salvation will proclaim His deeds across the earth. This is not something that we require you of doing because you're coming to victory. And, and this is a message you tell people that, they, that you have a relationship with God. We need to evangelize the world so that we can have a big church. No. If you're observant enough, we want you to experience God. Do you understand? We don't even require you to give, right? Because if God, if, if you give, you, you will be blessed by God. No. We want you to be prospered by God. When you have experienced God's goodness, you can't help but give. Because you have experienced, Lord, you're generous. What am I doing with what I have? So our prayer is not that you give. Our prayer is that you prosper. And I do pray that we will have financial breakthroughs this year. Amen. Because we have a generous God. And verse 6, the one who by his strength established the mountains, being girded with might, who steals the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. He was simply explaining that this things that's happening around us, that you, O oh God, is in control and you are on top of this. That God is not just generous. He knows every single day and all the details of your life. Everything that's happening in your life, God knows. Even the number of your hairs. But with what I have, it is easy for God. 
I'm kidding aside. That He is not only our Savior, that He is our sustainer. That He sustains everything. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 to 17, it says right here, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created. In heaven and on earth. He owns everything. Visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things. And in Him, all things hold together. You can't control everything. You can't control anything. You can't be on top of everything. The best that we can do is to partner with God that holds everything. So knowing God is what we want to develop this year. And I want you to understand that God is generous. And if you don't agree with me, I want you to take a closer look at this. If our planet, this planet Earth, were smaller, smaller, smaller than what we have, the size of it, if it is smaller, it couldn't support an atmosphere like on the planet Mercury. If it were bigger, like Jupiter, the atmosphere would contain free hydrogen, which is poison for us. Earth is the only planet we know of that contains an atmosphere that can support human, animals, and plant life. God created this planet just as it is. And this is why we have a God who's wise, and we have a God who knows what He is up to. Be reminded that this planet, if it were closer to the sun, just one degree, we will burn. One degree away from the sun, we will all freeze. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a God who sustains everything. I don't know if you're familiar how waves are created because of the gravity of moon and sun, and God is on top of it. Haven't you noticed for the past 20, 30, 40 years of your existence, your heart has been beating? Is there a battery inside? Because somebody sustains it. So tell me if there is no God. And I will tell you over and over again that there are a lot of things that cannot be explained. Because one thing we know, God is in control. And 2017, God will always be in control. God is in control of your finances, of your health, of your love life. Can you say amen? amen. Even if there's none, kapit ng best. Because at the end of the day, we have a God who knows what He is up to. You don't have to know the future. But I know God knows. Let me say that once again. We don't have to know the future. But one thing I know, God knows. I don't know if you have met people who has uh, pretended that they know what they're doing. But how many of you here are thankful that God knows what He's up to? And you have that God. You have that God every step of the way that we don't know what the future holds for us, but we have a God who's with us and who has gone ahead of us. 
God is a God of January, February, March, April, May, June. He has gone ahead of us. So there is nothing to fear. Nothing to be afraid. You visit the earth and water. And water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain. For so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling in its ridges, softening it with showers, and blessing its growth. And God is on top of nature. Now some of you here probably are not convinced. I don't think God is generous, Pastor. Because you're just talking about God's creation and what He has done. Let me bring it to you closer. How many of you here? Okay. You have observed that you are inhaling that oxygen 24-7. And when was the last time you're thankful for oxygen? Thank you, Jesus. But here you are. You overlook thanking God for the things that He has blessed you with because you're just so caught up with the things that you want for yourself. If a 50-liter oxygen will cost you about 5,000 pesos, I will run for about one week. At 5,000 a week, 52 weeks, you owe God 250,000. Did you thank God for the oxygen? And I, had, I, I have a son teaching him to thank the Lord every single day. And, and he's suffering from asthma. That's an opportunity for him to, to teach, or, or the opportunity for me to teach him a lesson. And he was struggling. And I was, I, I don't know if I was a good dad because I, I'm trying to slow down. In preparing, okay, that nebulizer that he needs, yung dandahan lang. <laughs> and I asked him, "Do you want a video game? <gasps> Oxygen." And some of us, we can't even look back and thank the Lord for the oxygen, for the sun, for the earth, for everything that surrounds us. And if you quantify all of this side by side. With the money that you owe God, you're indebted to God. And you don't have the right to ask God for something that you want because what He has blessed you with is enough. But most of the time, we are so entitled that we have attended a gathering and God owes us something. Lord, I have given to the tithes and offering. You owe me something. That I attend a Bible study. Lord, just a boyfriend. That, 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 that I'm reading the Bible, Lord, can you just bless me with a promotion? Ladies and gentlemen, you're not, you don't understand what you're talking about. God has been so good to you. God has been so generous to you from the oxygen that you use and the water that you use and everything that you have. In fact, if you, if you look back, and some of us doesn't have probably this moment of just, how should I say this? A moment of just appreciating of how the Lord has protected you over and over again. God has protected you so much that I just can't even understand why would we feel entitled. It's not the job of God to protect us, but because He's rich in mercy. He's generous. He would gladly do it. His death on the cross wasn't because it wasn't because the Roman soldiers okay crucified him and, and and he doesn't have a choice. It was his decision. He gladly did it. And I don't know if you've encountered friends who will give you things that you want and things that you need because it's their joy. 
Hindi yung binigay ko yan, napilitan ako eh. Sabi ni Pastor eh. And you would never appreciate the person. And the reason why you're, you're worshiping God and you're lifting up your hands and thanking the Lord because you know it was because it was His choice to die on the cross for you and me. Hindi po napalitan ng Panginoon. Ang pasyan po, hindi yung mukha mo. I will die for you, but kalbong to? Okay, I mean, the, the basis... But, but hindi kayo... Okay, okay lang, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm talking to my mirror. Um, well, hindi po yun ang basihan. Ito medyo, probably he deserves it. This one, I don't think he... Christ did it for all of us. The reason why I'm raising my, my hands and thanking the Lord, because Lord, it was your choice. It was your decision. It was your call. This is why the generous generosity of God of God can be measured on the prized things that we enjoy. At the end of the day, we don't see these things. We don't see nature. We don't see our environment. The Lord, why am I so caught up asking you for what I need and what I want? There is nothing wrong with it. But with what you have, are you appreciative and, and you're thankful for what you presently have? That you can come here healthy, that you're not in the hospital. And if you have a family member who's sick, let's believe God after the service that the Lord will heal them. There are a lot of things that you can be thankful of because of the generosity of God. This is what God has validated and reminded us that He will crown our year with bounty. 2017 will never be the same again. Come on now. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. And now, meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. That God is simply saying that I will take care of what you need and what you want. That He is not just our Savior. That He is not just our sustainer. That He is our supplier. And the reason why I am highly convinced that God will supply us with what we need and what we want Though some of us, we have so many questions. Why can't God supply me perfectly? That's another message for another day. But let me show you in Romans chapter 8, verse 31 to 32. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? How many of you here are convinced that as we live our lives this 2017, God is with us? That He is for us. And this is what he did. He did not spare his son, his own son, but gave him up for us all. Say all. all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Kung nabigay niya po yung anak niya, lahat kaya niyang ibigay. That's the God that we have. That God is generous. And He will always be generous. And because of what God did, the response to this is that you can help but be generous. And that's the reason why if somebody is not generous, you don't have to tell the person that he is not generous. 
You just have to ask the person, have you experienced the generosity of God? Because as you know who God is and His generosity, you can help but to be generous. I'm not saying that you have to give money. By the end of the day, you will be surprised that not in your wildest dream before the year ends, you'll be a blessing to people. You will be generous. You will bless them with money. You will bless your family members. You'll be a blessing to your friends because you are a product of God's goodness and generosity. This year, just like what I mentioned, will never be the same again because you know God. I want to call the music team to join me here in front. Heavenly Father, thank you for this gathering that you've said in 2 Corinthians. That we can be generous because of how you have shown us your generosity. So, before we end our gathering, before we end our service, if you are believing God for financial breakthroughs, I want you to stand where you are. You're believing God. Lord, I want financial breakthroughs. Stand where you are. If you are an intercessor or an usher, you know, just just stretch your hands. Just let's believe God. And some of you here, look up here for a while. Some of you here, you, you're not thinking like a child of God. And I can feel it in my spirit that you're simply saying, "Pag pinagyaman ako ng Panginoon, Lord, magpipigay ako sa simbahan. Kahit di ka mag, magbigay, mahal ka ng Panginoon. And some of us, we, we tend to bargain with God as if He's, a, he's your employer. Boss, pagka, pagka binigyan mo ako ng bonus, gagalingan ko pa. Napakabuti po ng Panginoon. So just say, God, I'm your child, I'm your son, I'm your daughter. Ama sa langit, humihingi ako ng pagpapala that my 2017 will be prospered by you. And in Jesus' name right now, receive God's favor that you will walk by faith and you will do what pleases God. That you will not only wait for the blessings of the Lord, but every single day, you will not be late to go to your offices, that you're motivated because you're not doing this for your company, you're doing this first and foremost with God. And the Lord gives you wisdom and, and, and intelligence that everything that you do springs from having a growing relationship with God. So Lord, as we pray for financial breakthroughs, I pray right now that our walk with you, our knowledge of you will grow deeper. Bless our lives. I want you right now to receive. Right now, just receive. Say, I receive financial breakthroughs, oh God. Lord, I release a lot of them, Lord God, that are in debt. Yung may mga utang po sa atin. More than just financial breakthroughs to pay off your debts, that the Lord will give you discipline and wisdom. Lord, I pray right now that yes, you are a generous God. But I pray that you will remind all of them, O God, 
to be in step with you. Marami po sa atin nagmamadali. Gusto, na, gusto kong yumaman. Ito ba ay pamamaraan ng Panginoon? That's something that you need to ask God. Is this His plan? Is this His will? And you can only know God's will if you know God. So I pray right now that you break the spirit of poverty in us. That even though we're waiting for our breakthroughs, teach us to be a blessing. Can we, all of us across the room, can we stand on our feet right and raise our, our hands right now? All of us, raise our hands. I want you right now to just say, God, I, I will be a blessing. I look up here for a while. We're not just talking about giving to church. The Lord will take care of this church. This is not my church. This is not the church of Pastor Ariel. This is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And for the past 33 years, the Lord has taken care of us. What I want you to experience is that you will come to a place where the Lord blesses you so that you can be a blessing to your family members. Lord, I just break the spirit of poverty in Jesus' name. And I speak for right now that they will understand that the more that they know you in a deeper way, the more that they will understand your ways. And they'll understand how you would want to prosper them. Thank you for your grace this evening that we can go out of this room confident that He who began our 2017 will complete it. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your faithfulness. Can we thank God right now for that financial breakthrough? I want you to tell God, Lord, in this area, I'm asking that you grant the desires of my heart. Pray for your businesses. Pray for your job. Pray for your source of income. Lord, thank you that as we witness how generous you are, that side by side with your generosity, that we will know who you are as our Father in heaven. You can put down your hands. Let me bless you. Let me pray for you. But before I pray for you and bless you, if you're here right now and you're saying, Pastor, I want to start right this 2017. You cannot start right if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Kung hindi mo pa natanggap ang Panginoon sa puso mo, bilang iyong tagapagligtas, I want to invite you to accept Christ in your heart by praying this simple prayer. I want you to follow me with the help of our intercessors and our leaders. Say this after me. Say this after me, Jesus. I receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. I repent from all known sins and I want to follow you for the rest of my life. As we bow our heads, come on now, and close our eyes. Kung kayo po ay nanalangin at tinanggap niyo Panginoon sa puso niyo, I want you to slowly raise your hand kung kayo po ay nanalangin. Anybody here? 
Did you pray the prayer? One, two. Anyone? Three. Four. Just raise your hand. I want our intercessors to approach them, just pray for them, get their contact numbers. Thank you, Lord God, for you are faithful. I want us to just sing this song, and I want you right now to just receive from God. Don't pray, just God, I receive. I receive whatever you have for me. Let God affirm you. Let God affirm your faith. Let God give you the confidence that you will overcome this year. That you will not be discouraged. That you will seek His face. That you will know Him.